Hi, my name is Michelle Evans. I am a certified life coach. Listen, most people start goals or new habits on Mondays. This podcast is dedicated to reverse engineering your life by starting with your weekends, the time you spend with yourself the most. Are you ready? Let's freaking go. Are you tired of feeling like food, alcohol, social media, online shopping, or porn are your only escapes from discomfort? Do you want to break free from the cycle of temporary relief followed by negative consequences? If so, this episode is for you. Today, I'll be offering some practical tips for incorporating healthier coping mechanisms into your daily life. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Win Your Weekends. This is a follow-up to last week's podcast about emotions. So if we don't learn how to deal with discomfort, then we'll continue to numb or buffer away from those things, which in turn takes away from the richness of what we can experience in our lifetime. What if part of creating conscious awareness is also being able to embrace any emotion that comes our way? This allows us to grow and expand into a more full and complete experience. The negative consequences for relying on something outside of ourselves, deteriorating health, lack of mobility, lack of fulfillment, spending past our means and accumulating stuff, strains in our marriage, etc. All of these things can happen and it's all in the name of buffering. So let's just understand it for just a second. When we think of discomfort, it's usually associated with negative emotions like rejection, fear and embarrassment. But why then do we also buffer away from positive emotions like anticipation, happiness, and celebration? Perhaps it's emotions in general that we have not yet learned how to embrace. There are other types of discomfort that we may encounter, including physical pain, mental pain, and then of course, emotional pain. Let's talk about physical pain for a minute. When someone is in physical pain, they have an actual experience that's taking place, for example, like a broken bone then they also have their thoughts about that pain. Then there's the person who is tasked with helping take care of that person and the thoughts that they're having about the pain. There are so many angles that we find ourselves that it's beneficial to consider each one. One of my sons a few years ago had knee surgery. He tore the patellar tendon during a wrestling match. When he came out of surgery, he started throwing up. Most likely it was due to the anesthesia. He kept telling me his knee hurt and he was thirsty. He was feeling physical pain, nausea, and thirst. I was standing by his bed holding the little throw-up bins for him. I was having a completely different experience. I wasn't in physical pain, but emotionally I was anxious and scared, and I had some fear that was blending into all of it as well. Guess what my solution was to his discomfort and my discomfort? I decided I'd scroll social media. As you know, they don't release you from the hospital if you can't keep things down. So the longer he threw up, the longer we sat. So a few things started to happen. My phone began to die because I was scrolling and numbing out from my own anxiety. And I kept urging him to try to stop throwing up because it was starting to get late. And I started getting anxious about the drive home. I then got anxious about having a phone. So instead of getting off of it, I texted the only person that I knew in town and asked if she had a plug-in for my phone and that I was at the hospital with my son. 
I have started creating additional anxiety for myself by trying to avoid the present moment of my son's discomfort. And it was crazy to look back and watch like how I created additional anxiety. And I just layered all of these emotions on top of each other. But some of the most excruciating emotional pain that I have had in my life have been watching my kids suffer. One of my boys started getting in trouble with the law in high school. He started chewing and drinking and having lots of girlfriends. I even had a therapist at the time tell me, you know the kid that you don't want your kids hanging out with at school? That's your son. Can you imagine the depth of my pain, my hurt, the fear, and the terror? You know what my solution was? Peanut butter M&M's. I ate them by the pound. I would buy the biggest bag you could possibly buy. I gained 30 pounds. I did it quickly. I felt like garbage. I looked like garbage. My body started screaming at me to stop ingesting sugar, but I didn't know how to feel all my feelings, and I couldn't control my son's choices. So guess what I did? I ate them. I numbed with sugar to the point that I would be laying on my bed moaning, but physical pain was easier than emotional pain. Isn't that interesting? At least it felt like it in the moment. So some of the reasons that we turn to buffering when we're feeling uncomfortable is because it creates temporary relief. It gives us some dopamine hits that our brain really likes, but it's temporary. And the longer term effect is we end up creating more emotions and drama for ourselves because we can't actually avoid our emotions. They creep back up and they manifest in other ways, just like me causing my cell phone to die. And the physical pain that I was in from eating pounds of M&Ms, exhausting avoiding emotions, isn't it? What is an emotion? What is it anyway? It's basically energy or vibrations in our body. How can we start to cultivate some ability to sit with our emotions, to allow them and not numb them? So here's some ways that you can start. Start your day with getting out of the bed and say, it's going to be a great day. This starts to steer your brain to look for ways that your life is great instead of anything negative. Spend a few minutes meditating and quiet your mind. I use the app Headspace and I started with just three minutes. But look, it was really hard because I have ADHD and anxiety. So my brain likes to go 100 miles an hour and drum up tons of things to worry about. I've worked up now to about 20 minutes a day. You can start journaling you customize this however you see fit. I started out with writing three pages in a smaller notebook for years because I read the book, The Artist Way. And then give yourself a very minimum baseline that you're willing to exercise. If you're new to exercise, start with five minutes, build up your tolerance. It can start with stretching, walking, lifting weights, Whatever it is that you can get your brain to wrap your mind around that creates the least amount of drama. Then start watching yourself during the day. Start noticing what emotions come up. See if you can see what you're creating. I was feeling discouraged one morning about a project that I was working on, and I decided to set a timer to see how long it lasted. I continued to get ready for the day, but I kept checking back in with myself to see if it was still there. One hour and 22 minutes later, all of a sudden, the discouraged was gone. What? Why didn't I ever know that that was possible? And then start ending your day by writing down two things that you're grateful for. That way you bookend your day with gratitude. You want to do this no matter what. And it can be very, very small things. 
Like I'm grateful for socks. I'm grateful for hot water. I'm grateful for a warm bed. I'm grateful for clean sheets. It doesn't have to be anything monumental. Just start looking for small things that you can be grateful for. And if you've been numbing for a long time, it's difficult to stop using your drug of choice. That's what I like to call it. And food and social media have been my drug of choice. So be it food, alcohol, social media, online shopping, porn, your brain will want to automatically go back to that dopamine hit. It will create thoughts like, you just need to relax. Or, oh, this would be so good. Or, I wonder what everyone on planet Earth is up to. Or, I deserve a break. Or, or a treat. Or, I deserve a drink. Start noticing when a strong urge to consume shows up. What's the thought behind it? What happened right before it? Starting out with small efforts and trying to be present with whatever that emotion is for five minutes before you, you numb. Call a friend. Tell them what it feels like in your body. This allows you to start building up tolerance for your own emotions. In conclusion, this is a perfect opportunity to use your weekends to start this practice. You can start to really develop and find out what works for you. You can also practice being present, seeing what different emotions feel like in your body. Where do they reside? What color are they? Do you have a shape? When I feel tense, I have a dark colored square that resides right in my jaw muscle. Get to know yourself. Get to know your body. What is happening? How long will it last? This allows you to be present with your emotions and you start to learn how to process them instead of numbing them. And you start to have a much richer life. Thanks for joining me today. I have a few spots opening up to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. If you struggle with your weekend follow-through, I can help. Go to my website at michellesevans.com and book a free consult before the spots are gone. That's michellesevans.com. I am so thankful for all my listeners on the Win Your Weekend podcast. I want to produce content you want to hear, so I would love to hear your feedback. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Michelle underscore Evans dot life or TikTok at Michelle underscore Evans dot life. See you next week.